Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Love Talk and Slow Jams with your girl, Amorce and I. I have my very, very, very special guest on tonight. Um, as you all know her, um, baby doll, um, mm-hmm. my little sister. Um, hey girl, how are you? I'm good. How are you, sis? Woo, girl, life and more life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I can't, I won't even lie. I won't complain. You know, life has this way of, if you don't grasp it and you don't take control, it will take control of you. Yeah. So I am, I'm, I'm trying to take control. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So what's new? Okay. So I listened to the last podcast and you fucking rock. Like it was like super good. Um, and you hit a lot of, a lot of key points. One of the, um, key points that you did hit, um, was the depression key point. Yes. Um, and Everybody who listens to this know I talk about a lot of different things. And depression is one that is very serious um, because depression is it's real and people don't understand that it's real. And especially in the black, you know, community, we tend to tell people like, you're over it, you're overreacting or this, that, and the third, instead of being there for them and understanding that, no, this is a real disease. The same way they're trying to make people on drugs, a disease, and this, that, and the third, like, this is a real, a real thing, and people don't tend to understand that, and they get the idea of thinking that depression can be cured, and depression cannot be cured, um, you can get a control on your depression, but depression can't be cured, it's not curable, it's not something that you say, oh, I was depressed for five years of my life, and now I'm great. Yes, yeah. you can be great, and you can get into a good space, but at the end of the day, you'll always have those thoughts, or you'll always get that negative thought creeping in your head, or, you know, you'll feel down, and you won't know why you're feeling down, because it doesn't go away. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I, thank you for listening, Sissy. I was like, I don't know. I just felt that in my spirit to talk on that because it's like, like you said, it's not a curable thing. It's not like something that you can go to the doctor for like, Oh, I have a sinus infection and now I'm cured. It's like, you really feel it and you go through the motions and they can hit you at any given point in your life. You can just, and then it's like a constant battle, especially when you have anxiety on top of it. So it's like conflicting. It's like your anxiety wants you to get up and get, keep moving. Cause you just so anxious or, you know, you don't want to let nobody down, but your depression is like, fuck that. I don't care. You don't. So it's like, it's a constant battle. And yeah. I had to share mine because I was like, even after my breakup, I wasn't depressed about the breakup. But it was just like I was in this rut and I didn't know why. It was just like no motivation whatsoever. And I talked to my therapist about it and she was just like, it just happens. It's like you go through a, like your soul is just tired. Mm-hmm. And you were mentally tired in that relationship. So when you finally got out, your soul was able to rest a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But you would think I'd be more motivated. Like, hey, I ain't in this. I ain't in this whack ass relationship no more. You know, she's like, it just, it just has its spells. And she's like, unfortunately, you just can't because your soul was tired. Like, you never had a chance. Like, 
rest your soul because you always worried about something else yeah that is extremely true and she's definitely true um telling you nothing but the truth on that because um i started I started suffering from really bad anxiety when I was about 15, 16 years old. Um, It was like so bad where I wouldn't be able to breathe. Like I would be in a, I would be literally having to sit in the dark, like pitch black. And I like would have to like try to control my breathing. That's how bad it was. It was just, and it was nothing that I can do about it. But I started feeling I started going through depression a little younger than that I started depression hit me when I was about 12 years old and so between the two it's like I have these spells when I'm super high but then I also have these spells when I'm super low like and nobody would know unless you actually like if you're somebody who like literally maybe talk to me all day every day you might pick up on it and be like oh are you okay Mm -hmm. but the outside world would never know they'll think like oh like you know it's whatever you know but it's serious guys um definitely if you ever feel like you need help like go get help go seek help um Mm -hmm. i did a lot of seeking help on my own and I ain't gonna I'm not gonna lie for the first few years that I was trying to do it on my own I was it wasn't working because I wasn't as spiritual and not even saying you got to be spiritual to do it on your own but I wasn't as aware and I wasn't as knowledgeable as I am now so me trying to do it on my own I was digging myself in a bigger hole because I'm like I don't need anybody I can do it myself you don't understand you never been through it not realizing that people go through different things on their own on their own journey of life where it may coincide and actually help you with what your issue is it may not be the same thing because no two people are ever going to go through the same thing right our experiences will never be the same so you can go through something i can go through something we can be sitting there right there going through the same thing but that experience for you is going to be totally different than it is for me and we don't we don't tend to see that well i didn't see that and you know but i was just so happy when you brought up the depression on there because a lot of people are scared to talk about depression Mm -hmm. A, a lot of people are scared to talk about mental health period and mental health is something that is real and when I went um the other day I was at my part time and I sat there and I wrote down and I said well what do I want to do in the month of August what do I want to do in August name Mm -hmm. and goals and one of the goals was have a self-care day yes and that's important you have to have a self-care day have a day to yourself and see when i say it's important because a lot of people don't know how to be alone no you know they don't know how to go to the nail shop by themselves they don't know how to go to the movies by themselves they don't know how to just do things on their own and you have to because you cannot be with people 24 7 your body can't handle it physically Mm -hmm. emotionally mentally none of it. it it can't handle it it can't handle you being around people 24 7 because you're like she said your soul was tired your soul needs time to rest your soul needs time to heal from different things different traumas different things that you don't feel like has even affected you in that moment may later down the line affect you in a different moment right and that that's so true like 
I feel like, like you said, everybody goes through their own trials and tribulations. Nobody is going to have the same exact, you know, experiences. But I feel like, and unfortunately, in the Black community, it's so much joking upon it, or it's like a bad, it's almost, it's like a bad thing when you say, oh, I have depression, or I've been depressed. And then it's like, they look at you like, well, what you mean? Like, we don't get depressed. I guess you do. You just, you just don't want to say it, but you get depressed too. And I feel like, you know, and I said that on, on my podcast, I was just like, you know, and it's sad that even down to men, they aren't, they aren't, you know, told that it's okay to express themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's how you have these guys that don't know how to control their anger and their feelings growing up that, you know, nobody's listening to them. Nobody is like, Hey, I'm not saying be that mama and, you know, always, you know, defending them. But a man for men is looked down. Like you need a man up. You need to control your feelings, but you ain't doing nothing but making him worse for his wife. Cause now he ain't going to know how to communicate. Mm -hmm. Have men that be like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, but no, we are going to talk because we are grown ass people in this house. You ain't no grown ass person in my house can be throwing no temper tantrum. Hello, <laughs> I don't have time for I don't have time for nobody else's temper tantrum but my goddamn own, and <laughs> that's all it is. And that, you know, because when we get as adults, like literally, and like I said in the last podcast, as an adult, okay, at twenty one, I still don't consider you an adult. No. Not happening. You're not an adult at 21. I don't care what the law says. No, you're not. Exactly. But when you get up in age 25 and older, it comes to a point where those childish behaviors are no longer acceptable. They, they weren't acceptable, but you definitely, they're not acceptable right now because at the end of the day, it's one of the things in the society that we live in, you can't go around throwing a temper tantrum at every little thing. Because of the simple fact you got people watching you all over. Social media picks up everything. Jobs look at everything. These look at everything. So you throw tamper tantrums. And it starts with, oh, like, and then even like, okay, so now with that, that affects you um, publicly. You get what I'm saying? But now you go into the household with your spouse, with your kids, with your, with your parents, whatever, whoever's in your household, and you throw temper tantrums in there, do you not see the trauma that you're causing everybody else? Because now, because you're upset and people don't really realize like spiritual ties are real. Mm -hmm. So now both of y'all spirits are bad in there because my spirit, and you know what, it's so funny because I go off vibes and I always say this. I literally would walk in a room and be like, my spirit does not like that person right there. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's real. People be thinking that I be playing. They be like, you're crazy. No, I'm being dead ass. My spirit lets me know, like, mm, I don't like that person. Stay away from that person. They mean no good because they, they got to do. And people look at you crazy. They, I be like, no. And sometimes they don't even have to talk, but my spirit is just telling me, like, it's just something about them. Like, as soon as I meet you and my spirit is just, like, on edge, yes. it's just something off. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. Like, that, yeah. you. It, and it, it's just so weird because that's the biggest thing I see now is the temper tantrums. Is people throwing fits at every little thing, at every turn, every angle. There's, they're always 
something wrong. And somebody asked me the other day, and he was like, "You look so much happier. Like you look really happy. What are you like? What's what's up?" And I was like, "I learned how the same thing I just told you in the beginning. I learned how to." take control of life and not let life take control of me. I learned to understand that everything's not going to be perfect to my standard. And when I say that, I mean it in a way where everything's not going to go my way because in my mind, I might create the perfect scenario, but that might not even really be the perfect scenario. That's just something that I created. And it, it might be the universe and God saying, no, you had the right idea, but it was the wrong play. We're going to switch this around like this. And to me, I might be like, oh my God, the thing that I wanted didn't come through. That job didn't happen. That apartment didn't happen. And literally it was because something better was going to happen. Exactly. But because I wasn't accepting and what didn't happen and I wasn't okay with the fact that let me make my situation a good situation. Let me make what I'm doing right now a great situation. I didn't, I missed that opportunity to experience that bigger blessing at that point in time. Now I have to wait, wait again because now I have to go through the lesson again. So it's one of those things where you have to understand that your scenario might not be the perfect scenario and take life, take life for what it is and make the best out of your situation because you never know what is waiting through the next door. That door was locked. Okay, cool. Let me go look for the key, but I'm gonna try this door right here and see if this door is open and see if it's a way for me to get, you know what I mean? Like you gotta learn how to maneuver through life and just say, you know what? Oh, that happened. Okay, cool. Whatever it is, what it is. Next it's a whole nother day tomorrow. Yes. I always look at life like a like playing, you know, spades or a deck of cards. Like you a deck of cards. So you you gotta just you gotta have it the way that the dealer, which is God, handling them out to you. And sometimes you just gonna have to shuffle reshuffle that deck and it's gonna be better days that's gonna be on top. But then you also gotta know it's gonna be some bad days too, because it's always a little curveball. It's always some little cut. Like when you play in space, it might cut you. So it's like you always got to look. I look at it like that. Like it's just the way that your hand was dealt this time. But it don't mean that there's not better coming out of it. It's just you got to learn how to play your your deck, your, your, you know, your hand right now. If you, if you get, you know, shuffled or, or your deal, or God deals you out, you know, the, these cards play them the best way you can sometimes that nine estate might just be a good card for you so just go ahead and you know duke it out sometimes you gotta thug it out and it's it's not saying like in no way that you know you gotta thug it out by yourself because it should be like you should always have somebody that you should be able to turn to and you know talk to confide to like even if you don't feel like you have somebody there is great therapy there's like you ain't got to tell your family if you ain't feel if you feel like they're judgmental but go to therapy it helps like i used to be that person like i ain't going no damn therapist like they gonna think i'm crazy if i tell them that but it literally helps i would have never went to therapy if my cousin never told me about it so i always say just you know, it, it's good as a good outlet. It's somebody there that you could talk to. They're non-biased. You know, they they just listen to you. Sometimes you just need a listening ear. 
And that, that helps me. Like, I like talk therapy. I don't like to take no medication. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you find me running my mouth on my podcast when I can't get to her. (laughs) (laughs) Give me one second. I'm like still on. I'm still working, but I'm. (sighs) Guys, guys. You're working, mama. Girl, it ain't no. I mean, look, it ain't nothing else to do out here but work. (laughs) The room again. Okay, I'm back, you guys. Um, no, but for real, no, that's very true. Um, I definitely, um, I definitely can relate to that. Um, it was another point that you touched on as well, and it was about pressure Mm -hmm. and when to apply pressure, when not to apply pressure. And I thought that that was just very interesting. Um, even when you told me, like, when you, what you were going to talk about, I was like, yes, I need parts of that. <laughs> I need parts of that because that is, and it coincides back to what I was just saying. You have to take life and you have to maneuver it and you have to, you have to take it and you have to go with it instead of letting it drag you because you can put pressure you know, they, they, that old saying, you know, you put pressure on what, a, a stone and it makes a diamond? Mm-hmm. But I feel like this. I feel as though you, you do have to know what to put pressure on. You do have to know when it's not a good idea to put pressure on certain situations. Like, let's just say, for example, a career path that you've chosen. And I just had this conversation yesterday. It's weird. I was talking about this young man. He is, you know, he's going down this path where I support everybody. I don't want nobody to take what I'm about to say out of context and think that I'm not supporting. But at the end of the day, I can support you, but I got to keep it real with you because I can't sit around and be fake and have you think that it's something that it ain't. And he's going down this career path and I watched him go down this path the first year, it was like, okay, you know, ooh, a little rocky. I watched him go down that path a second year. And the second year is when I really opened my mouth. And the second year, I'm like, hey, I don't really think that, I think you should find a different avenue. I think that until you have the funds and this, that, and the third to do what you want to do and marketing tools and this, that, and the third, and maybe you should try a different way. And he took offense to that. And, you know, it wasn't me trying to shut him down or anything. I was only talking from the trial and error mistakes I made in certain ventures that I wanted to do that it was like none of my ventures that I ever tried to do. I, I haven't completely stopped any of them, but I took breaks from them to reevaluate what went wrong, what could I have done this better and stuff like that, because you have to do that. Right. And um, he didn't want to listen. So, you know, once you don't want to listen to me, it'd be like, okay, well, you know, baby, you're going to have to do it on your own because I don't, you know, I, I can only listen to so much nonsense. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Well, now we go into the third year and you still have no results. Right. And it's like, 
sir, I'm sorry. I support you in whatever it is that you want to do, but I'm going to support you from a distance because you don't listen. And now coming into a fourth year, you still out here stressing and crying about what you had and what you don't have. And this don't work and that don't work. And that client did this and that one did that. It's time for you to put that pride and that ego to the side and actually take some constructive criticism because everybody that tells you something is not. And in that instance, he needs to stop putting pressure on what he's doing right now and find another avenue to then try to apply pressure because you got to find another way of another way to create the revenue. If this isn't creating revenue and you've been putting pressure on it for three years and not saying it like that, because some people have been rapping for so long and they didn't get their break until this, that, and the third. But what I'm saying is you have to know when to say, okay, I put so much pressure on this idea. I did this and I did that and I'm going days without sleep. I'm doing this. I'm not eating properly. Um, My bills is backed up because I'm trying to put all this into this. You got to think and say, well, you know what? Let me take a step back from this. Let me try to do it this way. Let me replan. And then you can add pressure. But see, sometimes people don't understand. You cannot keep adding but so much pressure to something that is not formulating into the diamond that it's supposed to be. Right. And I know people are probably listening. They're probably like, oh, well, that's not something good to say. But no, it is. You got to know when to apply pressure and when not to apply pressure. And I want everybody to follow their dreams. I want everybody to do what they're set out to do. I want everybody to do what they want to do. But sometimes, and I'm not like, sometimes things are not meant to go that way. Like I just was saying, sometimes you can't keep putting pressure on something that is not really your reality. And I think we all go out and we chase dreams, but we don't really get to know ourselves. I think we chase what we think is cool and we chase fast money and we chase things that we feel is going to get us ahead quicker than what our, what our life path wants us to be at, at a certain time. And that is not something that you can dictate because Back in the day, before I became knowledgeable of certain things, before I was knowledgeable by myself, before I knew who I was, before I knew what I wanted and things of that nature, I was putting pressure on the wrong things, trying to get quick, fast, quick money. I was like, oh, this is going to work. Oh, get rich, quick, scream, do this, do that. Da, 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 da. But guess what? When I slowed down and I really slowed down, I found the avenue that worked for me at the time. I found the avenue to say, hey, I started doing like, I started off doing like concierge work and I loved it in the residential um, apartments. I started doing that. I loved it. I got promoted to doing leasing because that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in LA and I run my own fucking building. But guess what? This is what I was putting pressure on. I was putting pressure on some other bullshit that was trying to get rich fast. And when I slowed down and I put pressure on the shit that I actually started doing that I like, now it worked in my favor. I started making connections. I got a phone call and I think I said it in my last podcast. I got a phone call. She asked me, Hey, do you want to come over and run this building? Yeah. I want to come over and run this building. Yeah, I want to do this because it's one step closer to me meeting even more people because everybody knows I want to do development. But if I wasn't, if I kept putting pressure on the things that I thought was going to get me quick, fast money and do this and do that, 
I wouldn't be in the situation that I am now. Yes, I'm not where I want to want to be, but I'm in a good position and I'm in a, be- a better position than I was two months ago. Yes. And that's so awesome, Sissy. I'm so happy for Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I'm so happy for you. Thank you, baby. But that's what I mean. It just goes to say, I'm not trying to tell nobody to stop their dreams and quit what you're trying to do. But sometimes we don't know what we're trying to do if you don't know yourself, if you don't really know what you like, because anything that you like should never feel like work. I literally work from home five days a week, okay? Mm-hmm. I, then I literally go to my part-time four days a week literally and to be totally honest neither one of my jobs make me feel like I'm working yeah when I'm working I'm really working and it's like oh god damn you know anybody is going to do that you know it's work it's like oh god stop calling my phone stop talking to me leave me alone but literally none of my jobs make me feel like I'm at work none of them make me miserable I'll go to work and I'm happy I'm interacting with people hanging out meeting new people and I love it because that's what life is about. You do things that you love to do. I love being in real estate. I love doing this. I love doing that. So when I say you got to learn, I didn't know that I liked to do this. In 2015, I wasn't doing none of this. I didn't even know that I liked doing this because I was so busy chasing and putting pressure on something, on the wrong things. I was putting pressure on things that I had no knowledge about. I was putting pressure on things that I didn't even understand myself. And when I, like I said, I stopped, I stepped back. I said, this ain't working. What's not working, God? And I prayed and I kept praying and I kept praying. And I said, God, show me what I'm supposed to do. Help me in these situations. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I'm not one a person to be afraid to say, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know. Even now, in the position that I'm in, I call my regional and I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Can somebody come over and help me? Can somebody please, I'll give you gas money. Drive to me. Help me. Show me. Get on FaceTime with me. I'm not scared to say I don't know, but when I really realized that I didn't know where life was taking me and I didn't know what I was doing and I was just losing my mind, that was making me spiral out of control. I was going into a bigger depression. I was going into, my anxiety was risen as so much. Like literally I couldn't sleep at night. I would be up for two, three days at a time, like acting like a fucking car kid because I couldn't sleep. My brain was rummaging because it, I didn't have time to rest. I just kept saying, oh my God, where am I getting this next dollar from? Or I need a career by this age. I need a house by this age. I need this. And, you know, and I put the pressure on the right thing and it's elevating me. My career is elevating and, you know, I'm only going to go up from here. And it goes to say, put pressure on the right things, people. Like, it's okay to be like, I know. It's okay to be like, I fucked up. I'm like, I don't know. Right. It's not okay to keep doing the same thing and being angry at the world because the world did not deal this. I didn't give you these cards. I didn't say here, you play this game. Cause if it was up to me, we could all be rich. We would, but yeah. it ain't up to me. Cause I ain't rich yet either. So look, we all still in the same. <laughs> we all be given the same amount of money and you do whatever you do. With your exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? And we all had the same 24 hours but you know I just really I really like that you said that because it gave me something to think about and that's one of the things that I love about your podcast you give me things to think about and things that say because I can tell that you're still in your shell and I can tell that you're still shy about it but Mm -hmm. you also you also when you come out and you you push you come out and you actually 
talk about and do things like you get what I'm saying like you're like you can tell I mean I guess because I like um you know we talk so you know mm-hmm. I can tell that you still are a little bit shy yes also when I <laughs> you talk you push yourself you push yourself to talk about things that I know that you normally wouldn't want people all in your business and talking about right and to me that is admirable that is courage that is um that is something to listen to you listen to somebody and you can you can hear when she's talking i want y'all to all check her out like seriously because you can hear when she's talking and it's amazing because you can hear her pushing herself and you can hear her applying pressure and in this in this she's applying the right pressure and it's amazing if i don't tell you that enough it really is amazing because i know this is the first time i told you i recognize that you are still nervous Yes, well, I'm glad you could you could tell that because I do. I was like, oh my god, I say this a lot, but um, I want to say um, thank you for being like the motivation behind my podcast because when I first started looking up like how to do podcasts, I ran across yours. I had googled. I was like, does someone have like the same like you know ending names like something I want to do. And then I stumbled across yours. It was on Player FM. And after the first episode, like, I was just hooked. I was like, yes, like, you know, she is, she's just, like, bringing it all raw, everything. And I just fell in love, and I just started listening. And I was just like, you know what? If she can do it, I could do it. And I was like, it, it, it won't be the same as hers. But I like how she, you know, she just gets on her microphone or wherever she's recording from, and she just bringing it all out there and after that I just was like you know what it's just time to just put forward I'm not gonna be all talk no more I'm just gonna push it through and make it better like I'm I'm still learning things and you know it's a lot of stuff that and you are great but you're so great and you want me to say (laughs) that because the same reason he said, oh, mine is raw and this, that, and the third. But yours is because it's coming from you. It's not scripted. It's not you. It's not a hesitation to talk about it. When you get to flowing, you flow. And it's one of the things that I can really listen to. I don't listen to a lot of people's podcasts. And that's probably crazy because they're probably like, well, you want people to listen to yours and you don't even <laughs> Did ask them. I don't listen to people's podcasts that I feel is scripted. I don't if I don't feel like you're bringing your you're bringing who you are to the table and you're not really expressing how you feel. See the thing about my podcast, and I always say it, it's it's a site where it's I want everybody to come on here to actually really learn something. I want them to learn through a mistake or something that I've experienced or that I witnessed and things of that nature. But when I listen to some of these podcasts and it sounds so scripted to me and I see that they're not being themselves, I cut it off. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you are and you jumped right in head first and you are migrating through and you are consistent, you need keep that same energy throughout. I don't care how many followers you ever get. I don't give a fuck how big, what platforms you go on. Keep that same raw energy. That's the only thing I can say. Keep that same energy. Let it flow. Be exactly who you are and talk from your knowledge of what you've been through and things of that nature. Because when I listen to somebody and I see that they are talking and they sound like bullshit because you feel <laughs> they've never been through that situation before and they just piggybacking off of something that they heard. 
Mm-hmm. No, keep your energy, boo. Like, you got it, girl. I just, I just had to stop in the middle and just let you know that you got it. And Aww, I like you. that you put pressure on this because you're going to go so far. Thank you. Like, I really, I like hearing, like, feedback. I really do. And, you know, like, I got into that point where I was just like, I was like, dang, like, why I ain't, like, getting up there? Like, I don't got all this. But you know what? I had to to look at myself. I'm like, stop comparing. Because when you compare, that's, like, the worst thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Because when you start comparing, you start competing. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm comparing myself to to my sister, that's not, that's not really, you know, good. Because my sister is my sister, and I'm who I am. So, you know, she brings it to a different way and I'm going to bring it a different way but it always you know seems to always coincide and like when yes. I listen <laughs> yeah like when I listened to your last pod doing your last episode I was like I was like oh sissy yes like you were talking about depression too and you were talking about um you know the passing of a loved one and he was saying like you know keeping ground keeping ground you know staying 10 toes down you know just keeping afloat and I was like, yes, like I listened to that, like I replayed that like three times. I'm not even gonna lie. Like <laughs> on my way to work, on my way home. Like I was just like, yes, I needed this. Yeah, I- you know. Um see, okay. The thing is, July through September are all like, well now, August was never into this, but like, you know, honestly, I really I like solid people. I want to be around solid people. Mm -hmm. I literally have, I I guess I'm trying to say, you know, people are not always who they seem to be. Everybody wants to portray that they're solid. Everyone wants to portray that they got your back. Everybody wants to portray this, that, and the third. I was literally talking to one of my homegirls and she just moved into her place. She don't have a lot in her place. And granted, I just moved into my place. I don't have a lot in my place, but at the end of the day, it's just me in here and guess the fuck what? And <laughs> it'll get decked out when I want to deck it out. But as exactly. of right now, I got other bigger and bigger fish to fucking fry. Exactly. And, and so I was telling her because I could tell that it was getting to her. Um, and this is just an example of what I mean when I say 10 toes down, stay solid because it was getting to her and I had to let her know, baby, even if you went to go put in some $60 fucking couch set in there and you slice it up with some pillows and throw blankets and this, that, and the third, who the fuck cares? Because if somebody walks into your house and they judge off your furniture and stuff like that, they got their priorities wrong. Exactly. Because... I would commend somebody who I say, oh, well, she got her own place. She got this. She got that. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Once she just started her own company. So her money's going into her company. Her company is thriving right now. It's yeah. up. So at the end of the day, yeah, she's hustling in a whole different fucking manner. So now if you got an issue with coming over her house and you don't like the decor, then something's wrong with you. Right. And you don't need to come. You don't need to come over. But you know, people don't have people all to tell them things like that to say, girl, if they worried about that, then you then they ain't your people's because at the end of the day, you can have people in your ear like, Oh, you need to get this, you need to get that. But those are the people that are not solid to me. You're not solid and you're not grounded to me because at the end of the day, if you see a hustler, you know what a who a hustler is. That mm-hmm. rather than you saying somebody who is decked out, their house is this, this, that, and third, and their bills is late. I come over my front house and sit on the goddamn floor. Exactly. 
or they got all these cutoff notices coming, but you got you got thousand dollar furniture and it's gonna be it's gonna be repossessed in a week. Exactly. Come on, man. Like, you know, that's one of the things I mean when I say stay solid, because it be people around that they they seem solid and maybe they like you get into an altercation and they they down to fight. But see, at this point in time in life, I want people around me that's going to be like, girl, why are you arguing? You don't got to argue with nobody. Look who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you don't argue with, you know what I'm saying? It's the little things that I look at like that that make me be like, oh yeah, you're solid. Then when I see somebody like, yeah, girl, because this person, all that got, I'll be like, no, nah, you ain't too solid. You ain't too tough. <laughs> but I ain't even about to hold you because I don't know if you, um, well, I know you heard it, but in the last um, episode, I talked about how it was the three people pillow talking. Mm-hmm. To me, the one who got defensive was not solid. And I say this to say your demeanor changed because you didn't think it was going to come out. But a solid person would have said, oh yeah, I did say blah, say blah. And my intent on saying it, because be be real about why your intention, what your intentions are. That's number one. Be real about what your intentions are because mm-hmm. don't do nothing that you're scared that's going to come out. Because if you're scared it's going to come out, then you shouldn't do it. Why are you doing something you're scared of? Exactly. I'm about to be doing nothing I'm scared of. If I'm scared to do something and I'm like, oh, man, oh, then I don't need to do it. That means I'm, I'm dead wrong when I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. But then I'm not solid to who I'm supposed to be solid to. And I'm not staying 10 toes down. But one thing I learned in this world is people priorities be wrong. And that's when it lines get crossed because they think oh this person dressed like this or their hair is like this or they look like they got money and a lot of people out here just look like they got money and they think that that makes you solid they think that oh we're we're the pretty gang or all all them niggas over there they're handsome and they're soft no that isn't it's your morals it's your ethic it's your it's your character. It's, mm-hmm. it's all of that. Yeah. I, so I said I said that in my podcast too. I was like, you know what? People looking, people are looking through, looking at you through a window. They ain't looking all in through your house. They don't know. They just see through your window. When when you when you looking at that person, you're like, oh yeah. On the outside, from the window looking into the house, it looks fine. But when you get the full picture of the same people that's been judging you, their ceiling falling down, you see you see scuffs all over them. Mm-hmm. So don't don't change your don't change nothing about you from somebody that's looking at you through a window. They gotta when you invite them into your life, into your house, basically your inside, seeing you day to day, then they could tell you about yourself. But if they still outside your house. Mm-hmm. They can't tell you nothing about oh you need to fix this that 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 no because yeah. you don't you don't be around here in my daily struggles you don't be around here when I'm going through something you just see you just see the outside of me but did you see the inside of what's carrying what I'm carrying on or what's on my what's on my plate no mm-hmm. yeah yeah but now we're about to change this up a little bit so now because you know putting pressure. I mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. Yes. So now we're gonna talk about why not to put pressure on these dirty little boys. <laughs> yes. Because 
Baby, I'll be seeing y'all putting pressure on these young men that don't that don't deserve pressure. They rhinestone sis, they <laughs> not diamonds. <laughs> Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Okay, so we not about to we about, not about the guy bash. Y'all not on guy bash, but I am going to <laughs> this. And I just said it in my other podcast, and I'm waiting for the girl to send me my podcast so that I can post it, but (laughs) so I'll give her until tomorrow, Friday. (laughs) And then I'm going to be like, okay, but um, no, I said this in the last one, and basically, like, they're serious, guys, like, put in pressure, females, stop putting pressure on these men. Don't put pressure on these men about no babies, about marriage, about no relationship, about moving in together, about no money. Stop it. Stop it. And I named those five things because those are the five things women put pressure on men about. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say this, because when I do decide I want to have a kid, God willing, I hope he gives me a healthy baby boy. Yeah, I'm not ever going to press my son out about no motherfucking money that he worked hard for. That's what y'all not going to do. Y'all not going to pressure my son into marriage. Y'all not going to pressure my son to be with y'all little nappy head little girls. <laughs> y'all not going to press my son out about none of it, okay? I'm telling you now because mama bear over here is not having it. She's protecting her club. He is, he's, he, I'm not having it and he's not going through it. Now, the only reason why I'm even saying that is because I had a conversation with some of my friends, which some of them think that I'm insane. But the thing is, because they feel like, well, guys can ask for pussy, why you can't ask for money? That's not what I'm saying. And granted, it is what it is. But when I say that I don't expect nothing from these guys, because with or without a man in my life, it has to get done. My bills still got to get paid exactly i still gotta eat i still gotta have clothes i still gotta have the essentials just to live with or without a man so how can something that i'm lacking and i put the extra pressure on you you get what i'm saying like and it's not even saying like that but now if you want to deal with somebody and you really want to be exclusive with somebody then yes they should be there to help you no i'm not saying it with a bum nigga because no i'm not doing it dick don't pay bills it don't point blank but what I'm saying is, if this is just somebody who you just met and you just started kicking it with, why do why does he owe you something? Why do you feel like he owes you something? Right. Because when guys ask me out, you know what I based it, based it off of? Do I even got time? Do I want to waste my time? Because time is the most important, more than money. Mm-hmm. And can I get that time back? Right. So that's what I base that off of. But I literally, if I just meet you, of course I'm not going out on a date with you and going Dutch. No, that's not what I'm saying. Because like, I think I'll be having to clarify because people be destroying my words. I'm not saying any of those things. I'm not saying go out and go Dutch. I'm not saying, oh, drop your drawers on the first night. I'm not saying any of that. Only you know what your morals and your standards are. Exactly. Only you do. I don't know what your morals and your standards are because it, it ain't rocking over here with me. <laughs> I'm saying for real because at the end of the day because people would be like because I used to tell people like how do you know what you like or how do you know you really want to be with this person if you've never really dated I think that you should date and people like I don't want to be fucking all these guys where does dating and fucking they don't even mean the same thing no they don't 
there are two definitions and I got to start bringing a dictionary out. Um, Webster, where are you? Cause they need you. <laughs> um, because people always want to jump to conclusions and think that it, you got to have sex with somebody. Where was the, where's this rule that you have to have sex with people? I'm confused. Where is that rule at? And I mean, if you feel like you don't have no willpower when it comes to, you know, saying no to, you know, not having sex, male or female, Mm -hmm. then you just don't need to date at that time. Work on yourself Mm -hmm. and learn how to have more willpower and learn, you know, what you're not going to accept because the worst thing to do is get into a relationship or a situationship and you're vulnerable because then you're going to agree to anything and then then you're not going to really know what your morals or standards are because you just rushed into something when you were just leaving something else yeah like my past relationship we were i had like had already started the process of realizing that we were not going to be together no more like that process happened months before we broke up which happened to be the day after his birthday we broke up mm-hmm. so we broke up and then a few weeks later i my my current boyfriend he was helping me move and when he asked for my number i literally paused in my house <laughs> and was like should i give him my number because like i've been telling guys no so many for so long like it just felt weird right. to be like, yes at first so I gave him my number and we just like created a bond. And that's what stood out the most about him. Like he just wanted a bond at first. Like, and then we grew to something better. Like you have to find somebody that meets your love language. Like learn, learn, learn each other love languages. Like don't say, oh, well, you know, what's your, what's your type? No, what's your love language? Like, cause I need to know if there's more gift given do you like to receive gifts or do you like words of affirmation because some somebody may just like words of affirmation but they the other one might just like to receive gifts and if that don't if that's going to clash with your love language then let it be but it's not dating and fucking are different things like (laughs) nobody is saying that you gotta drop your draws to everybody that you talk to you're just talking have conversation exactly and that and that and that's all i'm saying you just sometimes and and then people always be like yeah well if i'm going out with him i could be doing and that's when you have to decipher well is my time really worth giving him or this person at this time it's guys that be like oh you want to go out and i really look at it and then when i get free time and i get actual time to be by myself where nobody's gonna bother me where my residents won't bother me where i don't gotta deal with my part-time or anything i like to be alone in my house Mm-hmm. So when you ask me, do I want to come out? You have to like when I say this, you have to really impress me. You have to give me something to be like, okay, my time will not be wasted. I'm not just going out to waste my time. So if I feel in my spirit like, okay, this is not even going. Like I don't really want to go. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to make the time, the effort, the nothing because at the end of the day, my time is something I can't get back, and it's worth more than that money. And I basically, you know. Y'all, I just don't put pressure on people. You know if somebody likes you. You know if somebody wants to be with you. You know if somebody is feeling you. You don't have to pressure them into being in a relationship. But one of the questions that I did have, and I asked this on the podcast that I did, I went live on, um, what is 
what is the standard time for dating? Like, how when you're dating someone or you're talking to someone, when do you even bring up that conversation to say, hey, where is this going? Like, how long do you wait? And I don't know because I'm not even going to lie. I said it in my last one. I don't really date like that. I don't date because that I don't even like people that much. I don't know how I got into this <laughs> doing podcasting, working with people. God was like, oh, you don't like people? I'm going to put you around all the people. But, like, I really don't like dating. So my whole thing is, and the guys that I've have dated, ooh, well, we just end up being stuck, like, glued to each other until the glue dried out and we fell apart. So when is the appropriate time to be like, hey, we've been kicking it, we've been talking, maybe even sleeping together. Um, where is this going? How long do you wait for that? Um, so with me, I think it's, I feel like it's really like, depends on the, the people and the person. I feel like society puts like a time strain on it because like, it, that's just how society is but for me like I really didn't ask my boyfriend that I I was really like trying to make sure like I did I didn't have no more hurt from my past relationship before I rushed into something else and he was just like you know we, we was creating a bond and then he was like well we're gonna go out to dinner and then we go out to dinner and he was like you know what we're just gonna make it official so you know, I think, like I said, it just depends on the people. Like if you, but I feel like that's something that, that y'all should make a foundation on before you start talking. Like you should tell them like, you're not in this to play games. You want this, like have your own time, you know, your own time strains on things because not everybody is going to have the same and not everybody is okay with, you know, waiting months or, six months or a year I just really think it just depends on the people and if y'all have the understanding then it works better but I just feel like it's a lot of confusion when you just keep going with the flow and then you know that's not something that you want to do right Um, I really I really think that I think it's like case by case honestly like I think the I think the most that people probably would wait before they you know when they start making pressure maybe six months to a year. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, you know what? What are we doing here? So in that time, and maybe we need some guys on here next time. Mm-hmm. We'll have to add some guys on here because in that time, is it okay for others to for you to date other people and just not be sexually active if you're sexually active with this person? Like, is there okay? Because there are no, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no one ever said we're together. So can I date other people? Or am I being exclusive to you? Are we being exclusive to each other? And see, that's, I guess, what I'm saying. Because how do you say, well, we're, we're only going to be exclusive to each other or you know what I mean? Because then where's that great line at when it's like, well, are we saying other people? What are we doing? Right. And I think like that's I gotta say, I think like for me what works best is like saying that all up front. Like I'm a monogamous person. I can't I can't talk to multiple people at the same time. Like like a lot of people like they like, oh yeah, I'm date like they date multiple people and that's totally fine. But me, I can't because I cannot I cannot multitask 
man, like I will wind up calling them the wrong name and having business. <laughs> having having too many people take my phone just irritates my soul. So <laughs> I would like if it just don't work out with this one person, there's another person. But I think that's just something that I think moving forward that in order to avoid these situationships from happening, people just need to tell them up front. And if they say you have high expectations or something like that, then that's when you should just let leave it alone. But if you go into something not knowing what it is you want or not knowing, you know, what it's going to be like, people like, Oh, let, let's just see how it goes. No, we too fucking old for that. We too old to be seeing how shit goes. How it goes. No. We need to know. I want to know what's your plan. Like, it's okay to go in there and say, "Wish, wish your, wish your six month plan. What you got planned for six months, a year? Will you see yourself? Cause don't I? I'm not. I'm not with the long term goals no more. No, what's your short term? Let's ask for short term goals because you know exactly when you start talking to somebody that you want that you wanted to grow. If either you wanted to grow or you wanted to be a flame. Yeah. So that's when you should ask them. When when they spark that interest, then you ask them, and then you and you say, "Where do you want this to go?" And if they say they don't know, we'll see. Well, I will see your ass later. Cause exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, those were just some of the questions that you know I was like kind of baffled on because I see that people like to do this great, have this great area when when dating people. You know, and I think that's the part that like kind of turns me off. Like, ugh, it's too many great areas in this. I'd rather just be by myself. And if I like you, I like you. We dive, we dive. If we don't, we don't. Um, I've been having this issue lately because guys seem to, um, I guess expect me to expect more from them because I guess that's the normal emotional female thing to do. Mm-hmm. And that's just not me. I've never been. I've never been that crazy emotional girl. I. I mean, that's not how I operate. I'm one of like I'm literally one of the coolest chicks you'll ever meet. I don't put no pressure on no guy because at the end of the day, I've been in long term relationships and I've seen that they could go from us feeling like oh my god to us like really like borderline kind of probably trying to kill each other and. Yeah. It is one of those things where it's like, so I'm not, I'm not that girl, but I also see, I don't know what this new generation is about, but like these guys, they get really offended by me when I don't blow their phones up or I, I don't do the girly things like, oh yeah, babe, well, no, I, because if I, I mean, I'm just really not that girl. Like, and I guess I could probably be that girl if I ever found somebody that I really, really wanted to kick it with but like I'm not just out here about to be yesterday no so yeah like you know that's crazy but like I was just saying to my home girl you know I had this guy who like got real pissy like but at the end of the day we're we're not together and that's what I mean y'all want these great areas until somebody is acting like you and I go in acting like you so we ain't no surprise we looking in the mirror baby 
<laughs> right? <laughs> like, you don't put pressure. I don't put pressure, but it seems like y'all putting a lot of pressure. But it's like, I, I go in, I can just like you, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's what you're trying to do? Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, you ain't, I, I ain't hear from you. Or, and my biggest thing is, I, I used to be that crazy ex-girlfriend. I really wasn't crazy, but he made <laughs> do some things that are borderline crazy. But the thing about it was, it was the fact of the matter that he, he simply had me blowing up his phone. And I vowed to never blow up nobody else's phone. Like, I'm not blowing your phone up. Right. But we good, we in a good space, so we not. If I don't hear from you, then, you know, I just don't hear from you. Because if you want to talk to somebody, you'll make time and you'll call them, I believe. And I believe that you make time for people and things that you want to make time for. So if you have time or my thing is, this is what gets me. Like when people make it seem like they have all the time in the world and then it switches up and it's like, they, I, I don't know. I go off energy. So if your energy is off, I'm definitely not putting no pressure. But ladies, like I said, don't put no pressure on these dudes about certain things. I done been around girls that are pressuring their guys for marriage. How are you going to pressure yourself? If you don't want to get married, he don't want to get married. And I'm, I'm being so truthful. Like, you can't make somebody want to marry you. That man is going to resent you. He might. Oh, my God. Yes. No. And I, I see this. I hate that. That's, ladies, let's leave that back in 2018. Because I'm so tired of y'all getting shut up rings. I really am. Hello? Like, um, and then y'all engagement is so long because he really don't want to do it. <laughs> like I had a co-worker and he was with his girlfriend for 10 years now that's a long time but they were they're still in their 20s so they started dating in their teens so um she was like on a on their 10 year anniversary he like he was still he was still in college so they went out with their friends and their friend proposed and like his girlfriend got jealous and was like well look at them and I was like so eventually months later he gives he proposes to her so then i'm like so when y'all get married and he's like oh i don't know i'm like so you basically just gave her a shut up ring like you mm-hmm. gave her a ring just so sh- to make her shut up for like a good two years or something and i don't want that like if it's something that you you should see that in me you should see that i that i'm worth you asking to be your wife and having your last name i'm not going to force you to do anything because i'm not going to force your ass down no aisle i'm not going to force you to be my husband i'm not forcing nothing because everybody is going to do whatever they want to do yeah people make time for what they want to make time for and i'd rather see what you want to do when i don't pressure you Mm -hmm. and it works like my boyfriend now, he'll be out with his friends, but he'll text me like, I miss you. So I'm like, you know, if I don't put pressure on him, I won't make him resent me. Mm-hmm. I'll make him be like, oh, well, I'm going out tonight because, you know, you getting on my nerves. Like, I'm sure we're going to have our arguments and our disagreements. But I don't want to ever put so much on him that he don't want to come home. Or he feel like home is not even happy. He'd rather just stay out exactly and that is one of the biggest things and i just try to tell females everything will go so much smoother if you you got to know who your opponent is mm-hmm. and granted i'm not saying be with nobody for 10 years and not get nothing out of the deal i'm, no, not, I'm not saying that. i'm not saying that at all 
you know, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, I feel like a man knows if he wants to marry you within that first year of y'all dating. Exactly. I honestly think that. I think that in that first year, whether or not he wants to actually make it official right then and there, but I do think that a man knows and a man is not going to let you get away because no man who really wants you wants you to ever slip out of his fingers. He don't ever want to even do something where he can mess it up. Like he's going to want you to, you know, be right there with him. And, you know, so at the end of the day, like, I do honestly wholeheartedly believe that, no, men do know what they want. So stop putting pressure. That's just like if a man tells you, lady, I don't want a baby. Listen to that. Listen to this man tell you that he don't want a baby. Don't pressure this man because you think he got money or you think that, oh, he's a good catch or this and the third. And then he end up leaving you with a baby and then it takes a toll on the baby. And it's not fair. Exactly. You know, I know this girl and you know what? Actually, it ain't even about her. It's about her dude. Um, she keeps having babies by him, but he don't want to be with her. And But at the end of the day, listen to this, because I'm about to say something in this whole defend her. He don't want a commitment from her. And when his females that he's dealing with do something to irritate him or make him mad, he knows that he has designated pussy that he can get. Mm -hmm. stop making it easy for these fellas you know and he's fucking and he ain't using the condom and he gets and he gets her pregnant well her thing is well i'm not killing my baby but then you have this man who brings other women around your children and the, and they're girls like i have daughters and it's like well pause what what is it like me personally, if a guy tells me like, hey, I really want you to get an abortion, no, it's not his choice because it is my choice because it's my body. But if a man is sitting there telling you, I don't want that kid, I don't want this child, I don't want this, I don't want to be with you, I don't want this, that, and the third, why are you still going to put pressure on him to even put a child or kid through that? Right. And my thing is, like, nothing that you forcing them to do is going to make them stay. You just, it, it's like you just want a personal, like, gratification out of it. But it should be a mutual thing. It shouldn't just be personal. It should be mutual. Like, if you, if he knows that you want to have a child and he's not ready for it, that just means he's just not ready for it. Ain't got nothing to do with how good you are. Like, you shouldn't feel like you... Like you're worse, you're the worst person in the world, or you know you just not good enough. It's just you just y'all don't need to be together sometimes, and there's a person out there for everybody. So maybe they, maybe he needs a different type of girl. Maybe maybe you being soft spoken like I am, he can't he can't deal with. It. So he needs a girl that has more of a you know a. a a louder tone to get him together. Mm -hmm. and passive and being understanding the way that you are isn't working. So he need he needs a thug lady in his life. Yeah, because I, I hear a lot of times, you know, sorry to cut you off, but I hear a lot of times where guys that tell their women like, well, you don't have, a, when they're arguing, well, you don't even have a backbone or you don't have this or you don't have that and you let me walk all over you. Just because somebody is letting you, and, they, and I'm not even going to say a woman is letting you. A woman is doing what she's doing because she loves you. That's number one. 
But sometimes a man don't appreciate that until he don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. So ladies, it's not, one thing I always say, don't blame yourself, it's not you. Sometimes these men are not appreciative of what they have until it really is gone. And that's why I say don't put pressure on these guys. And also, but don't do, as a girlfriend, don't do wifely duties either. If you No, because... Because then you give them that, then you give them that clap back, quote unquote, clap back, like, well, we already doing it now. So what you need, so what you need mm-hmm. this for? So no, nip all that in the butt. No, I, I'm not moving in. Nope. Because I'm not being no living girlfriend. Nope. Um, I'm not doing this until you upgrade that package. And I'm not putting no pressure on you. I'm just letting you know that it's clear. I'm not doing this until your package, until your premium or your upgrade has came. So right now you got the standard girlfriend pack. Exactly. Now if you want to move this forward, once <laughs> no pressure, but uh, you know, hey, you play can- your cards right. Exactly. So. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like we kind of set ourselves up when we put pre- all this pressure on these guys to do things that they don't really want to do. That's like you making a kid do homework and they don't want to do their homework. Like they gonna come home and lie to you. Yeah, ma, I did my homework at school in class. Oh, we ain't had homework because they don't want to do the damn homework. You can't make that. You you can, but you really can't because you can't monitor every single thing. How would you know if they really did it in the school or not unless you call the teacher? You know, like it's certain things where it's like you have to look at certain examples and just be like, you know, you don't know what a person wants to do until you let them. You got to give them rope to hang themselves. Mm-hmm. And if they smart, they won't hang themselves. If they want to, you know, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, hey. Um, but fellas, stop putting pressure on these women. Because exactly. Is- and it's vice versa. Because yeah. y'all do the same thing. Y'all do the comparison. Oh, my oh, this happened, whoever lady in your life and you put pressure on her that she got to be this superwoman, she got to cook clean, all this. Mm-hmm. And you don't make it easy for her to be like, well, maybe I can't cook, but I'm, but I'm willing to learn. Like, yes. I can't cook like your grandma, but I'm willing to learn. So it's vice versa. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, Hold on, no, Sorry, guys. <laughs> I refused to leave out of my house today, and so I asked my homegirl, can she bring me some tissue? <laughs> These are what friends are for. Yes, if my friend can't go bring me some tissue, I don't want her. Oh, my God. Like, for real, this is what... Friends are for. I didn't want to leave out of my house. I wanted just to have a lazy ass day. I worked this morning. I said, I just want to stay in the house. I need a tissue. And she said, all right, I'll bring you some tissue when I'm done working. And she just texted, what's your address? That is what friends are for. Yes. <laughs> if you don't have friends like that, you need to get rid of them because they ain't solid. No. My bitches are solid. So, so she definitely understands. She like, oh, she don't want to get out the house day. I got her. Right. You know, you got you to gotta have people like that in your life because everybody ain't going to do it. But no, like seriously, guys always want to put pressure on us and make it seem like, oh, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. I didn't heard guys tell their woman, damn good woman, um, well, why you don't? Why don't you put your hair like this? 
or why don't you go and do this? Little boy, you don't gotta walk around with this hairstyle. <laughs> Where did you gotta walk around with me? Cause that's gonna make me not wanna walk around with your ass. <laughs> but y'all put pressure and say, oh, you know, why don't you do this? Oh, my my friend girl, she cooked for him every night. Okay, well then go be over there and eat dinner with them every night. And, and you don't know how and you don't know how that feels because if a girl if a girl was to do that to y'all, y'all be so fucking insecure. You like, why the fuck you keep bring him up and why you keep saying what he do for her? I don't exactly. want to. I don't want to hear how Taisha been with John today. Maybe, maybe she really liked John. Maybe John treats her good. Cause John is on the things that he should be doing to get her to do the things that you know. You don't know what their relationship consists of, and at the end of the day, we'll never know what their relationship consists of. Cause John might be lying too. He, she might not even cook for his ass every day. <laughs> <laughs> He might have somebody else, so you don't know. So, but um, no, but seriously, so my whole my whole thing is like, just start putting pressure on people. Like, if you start putting pressure on people, you know, and then I think sometimes you, I don't know, I can't even say that because I don't know, I'm not putting pressure on nobody. And granted, you don't got to take this advice from me, but see, I'm in a place where I'm happy where I am because I became whole within myself so yes sometimes it gets lonely but when you become whole in yourself you understand that i'd rather be lonely than deal with some bullshit so with that it's like okay yeah i might be a little lonely or i might be this or i might be that but guess what i don't gotta deal with nobody cheating on me i don't gotta deal with nobody mentally draining me physically draining me lying to me nothing (laughs) right you know, so it's just like come both parties, come with a whole package. Come with being whole in yourself and build with each other from there. I don't mind building with somebody, but I need you to be whole in yourself so that you're not trying to take, 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 take from me. Exactly. You know, so that's what that's all I'm saying. Don't it relationships, friendships, and everything else, because you never know if somebody is just trying to be your friend or you never know what it is just stop putting pressure on these people you know um but also even with that it's like they're never going to get the point sis they're still going to put pressure they're not only pressure y'all niggas need to apply is that court and pressure yeah, apply that pressure and we got us a, we got us a whole motion a little playing <laughs> other than that y'all be applying the wrong damn pressure apply that court and pressure I had somebody tell me I sound like a white supremacist because I told him what's up with you keep saying um, come see you and you ain't saying let's go on a date like what's up with you you starting to make me think you gay. <laughs> like, and he like, that's that white supremacist bullshit and this, that, and the third. And I was like, excuse me, sir, you don't even know me. And I'm borderline race. Like, no, let me stop. I'm this way. Guys, I just had to edit it. No, but like, that ass. Like, you don't even know me. And how is that some white supremacist? Because I want you to court me. Like, so are you telling me that only a white woman can be courted? Right. 
Like, I don't get it. So, my or is it only is, okay when a white woman do it? Because I'm confused. Exactly. And then my whole take on it is like this. If I want to be... You're not meant for me. We are not. We are not meant for each other. That's just what it is. But it's one of those things where it's like, okay, no other religion but the black religion and culture is saying. I said black religion. I'm sorry, guys. I'm like borderline still half sleep. The black <laughs> culture is saying, don't ask for nothing. Don't do this. Don't do that. No. All these other people are prepping their kids to marry these rich men. Mm-hmm. They're prepping their kids. You think they're going to ma- let Susie marry Johnny in a trailer park? Fuck no. Not unless Johnny got a trade and daddy can hire him at the law firm or at the uh, construction site. But when it comes to black women, y'all done made it as if, oh, we got to do everything. We got to, we got to, and then y'all made us be this independent. And now y'all mad because we are so independent. I'm confused. Y'all want us to be independent or y'all want us to ask you for stuff? I don't know. But my whole thing is, it ain't. I'm not going 50-50 with no hoes. I've heard Drake said it the best. Mm. I'm not going 50-50. We not doing none of that. Like, at the end of the day. And I think more so I say that because, like, even my brother-in-law, he makes sure my sister and them are good. Like, she ain't over there paying no damn rent. My my um dad and stepmom, he's not making her pay no bills. She's a stay-at-home mom. All he wants her to do is take care of his kids. And you can have whatever. They on trips. They doing this. They doing that. My mom and her husband, she don't got to work. But guess what? These women want to work, but they still ain't got to pay no bills. Exactly. So, no, I'm sorry. This is how I was brought up. This is how I was raised. I'm not going 50-50 with no hoe. I tried, and it ain't work. <laughs> My spirit didn't like him after a while. <laughs> no, but um, is there anything else you want to talk about before we come to an end or what's up? Um, I'm just going to say, you know, just just be true to yourself, you know, whoever you are. As long as don't bring no harm to nobody and, you know, whatever. It is. Like, you hear me and my sister, we just be talking if you know, if this sparks you to do your podcast, like a lot of people are doing podcasts now. So, you know, it's like you, everybody has their niche. You just got to find it and don't put so much pressure on yourself to where you got to be just like Susie. Cause you don't know what Susie goes through at night. Like you don't know how she got there and everybody starts differently. You just got to keep writing your story and make it the best one that it can be. And that is the truth. And I just hope y'all took something from this, um, this podcast. You know, I feel like we touched, um, we touched the main parts of her podcast where she was talking about, and I really just wanted to put my input in on it. Um, but I honestly, I just want to say, you know, thank you guys for listening. I really do hope that y'all continue to hope both of us grow. Yeah. Um, and we're going to continue to bring dope content to you guys. Um, y'all know where y'all can find me at on Instagram, on Snapchat. I'm about to put my websites back up this weekend. I'm working on them. So they're under construction, underway. But I'll definitely um, give y'all the links again once I put them back up. 
um, and follow her. Please follow her. Please follow her. Please follow her. She's super dope. Um, just listen to her growth. Listen to her podcast from day one. Like she, she's the, she's a beast. Um, she talks about so many good things and she always got a fucking vibe. <laughs> oh my gosh. She always got a jam. Like I'm not even going to lie to y'all. She be playing songs. I'm like, damn, I ain't hear this in a minute. Yes. <laughs> So, like, for real, follow her. Um, let them know your Instagram name or where they can follow you. Okay, so my Instagram is vibes and spelled out slow jams. And um, the Twitter is VSJ the podcast. Don't have a Snapchat for it. I don't think I'm going to make one. Um, but it, it, we do have a, it's a Facebook um, vibes with the and sign slow jams. And it's a Facebook group. I don't got too much interaction on there, but if y'all want to follow and get it, you know, popping, go ahead. And, you know, but make sure y'all continue to support my sis because she does amazing things. You know, I'm waiting for that, for that website to come back up so I can order me some, some clothes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's coming. It's coming, boo. It's coming. Hopefully Monday. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Hopefully Monday, I'm going to go to the wholesalers and do different things and test around and play with some different stuff but oh it's coming and we about to get it cracking and just know we are um and i can't wait until you start doing your leggings and all that stuff because that's gonna be dope yes i i'm just i just don't want to do it i don't want to buy them and they're not good so i guess i'm gonna be my own guinea pig first mm-hmm. and and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Trial and error. Trial and error. Well, all right, guys. Thank you. Um, again, we want y'all to take a lot of information from each podcast that we produce, whether it be about a relationship, whether it be about mental health, whether it be about a job, whether it be about just making you laugh. Um, anything that you can take from it to make your day less stressful, because that's what generally these podcasts are for, is to let you unwind with your glass of wine, this, that, and the third, and say, hey chill out you know um but thank you babe for coming on and um of course we'll be doing this again we we, we actually lately been doing one what every few months we do one with each other yes so we're going to continue that um hopefully soon i can just probably gonna want us to just um, combine our podcast together no but that's what i was about to say um hopefully soon i can get a better camera on this and we can start doing um figure out how to convert and do the web one where we can where they can see us i need another light too so i need to get a light and stuff so by the time we do all that i'm so forward like combining once a week getting on here and shutting shit down and going far we'll you know, our names are pretty much the same anyway. <laughs> yes. We just we just gotta find like that first part of it, but we yeah. yes, we, we can definitely combine together. Yeah. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna talk shit, get lit and just exactly. <laughs> um so we're gonna me and her are gonna correspond with that and we'll let you know because it is in the making, like I said, and like she said, our stuff, we never plan it. Our stuff just always corresponds with each other. <laughs> and it just be like, oh, I'm trying to jump on that. Wait, let me do something with that. And it be like, okay, yeah, let's come on. So we are definitely going to try to see how we can bring the people what they want and just put it together so y'all get one dope, lit-ass podcast with just both your favorite girls because we're going to be out there soon. We're about to be booking shows and everything soon. Trust. Yes. Trust it. Um, <laughs> but thank you, babe. And I will talk to you in a jiffy. Okay. Thank you for having me. Of course.